coming up, it is Tim and I's most hated athletes of our lifetime, both active and non-active. We go through probably 30 to 40 athletes who made it into our top 10, who is simply honorable mention. We give our reasons why. It could be very simple or very complex. Uh, this was a lot of fun. We had a lot of shared athletes on both our lists. Uh, this will be a fun listen for anyone interested in hearing a little bit of uh, background into why we hate certain athletes. Yo, best Welcome to your best bets. This is uh, this is going to be what I call an evergreen show. So if you listen to this during Christmas weekend, it's relevant. If you listen to it in two months, it's relevant, which not too many of the shows that we've recorded have uh, qualified in that category. Um, episode 95, and this is the 11th time Tim Miller has been on. Tim, in studio, welcome. What's up? 11 times, huh? 11 times. I went back and looked today. Uh, I, most frequent guest, well, besides Johnny with the golf shows, but... Uh, has Johnny done an in-studio? No in-studio. Oh, no. Well, actually, yes. He has done an in-studio. Did an in-studio with him and Brandon, the preseason football uh, pod. Okay. Okay. One, one of the one of the divisional shows, yes, yes, at his house though, not this studio. Oh, that's not the studio. Then. That's, it's, it's, that's, that's a that's a house, that's so. a guest uh, studio appearance. Uh, so eleventh appearance, and, and tonight it's it's really unique. We we talked about it the last couple of weeks. Uh, our personal most hated athletes show um, for you and I. <clears throat> this has basically been our whole life of just hating people we've been watching. Um, against our teams, maybe not against our teams. If we, I mean, I remember going back to the late '80s when I was like five or six, referencing my hate for you know college basketball players. So this this is something we've been uh, experts at for our whole life. Um, Every hardcore fan of any sport is going to have <clears throat> players from opposing teams or coaches or whatever it is. They're going to have things that they hate. And maybe they don't you know, speak speak uh, as we do of how much we hate them. But there's there's certain guys that I think most of my friends know. I don't like that guy, you know. Like, and I have my specific reasons. Some of them aren't even good reasons. Well, know? if anyone's listened to the show, as we've done like NFL previews, you've pretty much referenced most NFL quarterbacks you do not like. A few of them are on these lists tonight. Yes, I mean, <laughs> like I, even I, as like. Someone that is is not is losing relevance is like Jared Goff. Like you, like I don't like that guy. Is he on the most hated list? No, but it's it doesn't take much to get on the dislike list to get on the hated list. It, it might it might take something greater than just showing up. Maybe it's excellence against one of our teams. Yeah, which for me it's a few of these for sure. And actually, let's just talk about the criteria. The criteria is it could be an active athlete or or a retired athlete, maybe deceased. Um, yeah. No, no disqualifiers there. Um, no, the, I mean if they're deceased, it's almost better because they're just we're done with them. I don't Whatever think I have. Do. I don't think I have anyone on on my list that that falls in that category. Um, 
It could be for personal reasons. It could be for something as uh, this one's a, a popular one with you and I is, is their face. So they have a yes. hateable face, which yes. is going to be a few. Um, any other criteria you can think of that, that would make someone show up on this list? No, I think you pretty much covered it all. Um, I have I have one guy on here that is is pretty obscure, and I don't even really want to say what it is. He's not on my top ten, but he is on my honorable mention. A pretty substantial um, honorable mention list. Yeah, a lot more substantial than I thought it was going to be. And then as I added to it, you know, I got up to probably like thirty or about twenty extra um, guys that just that could have made the list. And at one time, they probably would have made my top ten, but. <laughs> When I step back and look at the full body of work now and being an old man and, and how much not, I have different reasons for hating some of these people more now. Um, but at the time, you know, certain guys were like right. in that top five. Right. I will say as I get older, I I've maybe have I maybe feel differently about some of these people than I, I originally did or maybe when I was younger. I can't say that that's the same effect for me. And, and maybe part of the reason someone is in my top ten is, is is I I might respect their ability, but it's it, it might be for a certain reason why I hate them or I have hated them, um, but I do find myself as I get older hating less people, uh, less athletes, and I don't I don't know why that is. Maybe I'm more tolerant now. How many sports did you span? Oh, through this whole list. Because I divided them up. I had to write down NBA, NFL, college basketball. I did baseball, which I don't I'm sure I'm sure you didn't go there. I did not go baseball. And I have golf as well. I have a diff I have NASCAR instead okay. of I could I the baseball. NASCAR I thought about going into because I'm I'm sure there's a couple we could talk about as in a past life we were pretty heavy NASCAR fans. For sure. Yeah, we'll get into that a little yeah. bit as yeah. we go through the list, but for sure. So, and the last point is, you—you you kind of sounds like you went through the same methodology here. I really struggled going from my full list of possibilities down to the top ten. I think I think we we kind of talked about that leading up to this that that was the struggle. How do you separate number five from number ten? How do you get number ten from you know from the just the, the list as a whole? I really. I really struggled in that process the last couple of days. That is tough. When I actually went to rank them, like writing the guys down and knowing why I didn't like them, or I guess in this case, why I hated them, it, that part was easy. But right. to say, okay, where's my top 10? And, and then once you get to the top 10, why does this guy rank here compared to it? So I don't even know if my top 10 is, it's as close as I can get to like being in order of, of the hatred but like, they could all just be top ten, right? You know? And, and, and that's that's fair. And, and and maybe at different times, it's a it's a, a different top guy than another guy. So fair to say. Okay, so, um, I, I guess I guess we just start with talking about the guys that were on your list that did not make the top ten. I guess we we, qual we qualify these guys as honorable mention. Uh, these honorable mention guys, I have a chunk of them. Okay. So I will. How about I will. I will just say five names, and then if you have any of those anywhere, you can talk about it. Okay. Um, yeah. But we'll just – I'll start with and, – and, and by the way, we have not discussed any of these names 
leading up, which is which I'm really fascinated by it, and it's made me pretty excited to hear how we're going to compare. But there's been no yeah, discussion. We've, we've kind of done that on purpose because I'm really curious. <laughs> I know our top ten is going to be different. I know it is. I, yeah, some of the same guys might be there, but the rank itself. Um, I just don't see it being the same. Right. Um, Could be some surprises too. I, I think yeah. there's going to be quite a few honorable mention or, you know, same. They're, they're going to be on the list somewhere because we, we grew up watching Indiana basketball, Bears football. I grew up a little, <clears throat> dad was a little bit more into NBA with the Lakers in the, the late eighties, early nineties. So I watched right. a lot Pistons, of that. Yeah. You got the Pistons <clears throat> in there. You got the Celtics in there. There's a lot of, yeah. um, there's a lot of those guys. So, but, but fair, pretty much we've, we've rooted for the same teams. We've, you know, it's always been the same guys. We had somebody to, uh, yep. to hate somebody with, and that's always been. All right. Start All right. My first, uh, <laughs> these first two are kind of whack, but I did it. I, I, it is what it is. So the, this guy's not even a real dude, uh, <laughs> but he's in a movie. That he plays an athlete. Uh, his name is Russ Wheeler. He was also Jonas Miller in Twister. Uh, second one, also not a real dude. The Purdue mascot. I don't know what that thing is. Hate that guy though. Uh-huh. Just settles. Matt Painter and Aaron Kraft. Mm. My five bottom mm. guys. I guess. Mm. Okay. Um, I do have <laughs> Painter as a player or a coach. I mean, this is. Coaches are off limits, right? Yes. Okay. It was a, that it was could a, be a whole other list, by the way. I have never liked, like, Matt Painter has, like, the plainest face I've ever seen. It's right. just like there was no effort, and whoever created him, just no effort at all. Just kind of leftover stuff. Aaron Kraft, uh, all, just just one of those Big Ten guys. And I, I referenced this with, um, I think, Cullen and John when we did our, our, our college basketball preview, one of those guys that's in the Big Ten forever. And yes. um, hell of a player. Great player. But just just the kind of guy you hate, relentless on defense, always just made the right play and just had the hateable face, face real red, um, kind of like Jess Settles. So while we're talking about Jess Settles, he's, he's actually in my top ten. No shit. <laughs> it's in my okay. top ten. Okay. Um, I, I I don't know if we want to if I want to give that number yet, but that's that is a sneak preview. No, let's just wait for that. But that is that's okay. top ten is pretty strong. Okay. Um, all right. So you named a few. I'm gonna I'm gonna name a few. I I I, I categorize them by by sport. Um, so I have some NBA guys that uh, qualify but did not make the cut. Bill Lambeer, um, probably all time dirty player. Uh, one of the uh, three or four or five all-time dirty players, John Starks, um, Carl Malone, Danny Ferry, and and Pat Ewing. Okay, I have Bill Lambeer on the list. The other ones you listed are very good. They're very strong. Uh, Malone, I, I, obviously the best of that. Well, Malone and Ewing, the best of that bunch. Malone just... I don't know what it is. I almost put Stockton on there, too, as a combo. Hateable, like a hateable combo. Mm-hmm. Um, Ewing, back when I was a Pacers fan with all those battles with Reggie Miller, the, the flat top, just the, the the type of moves he had with the, the – remember the leg kick oh, yeah. on the fadeaway? Just, okay. It's just shit like that. So the, those are my NBA guys. I, I don't think I had any NBA guys actually make the top ten. No, I didn't. Oh, no. 
Oh, no, no. Sorry. So that's that's my NBA group that, that did not make the cut. I had Bill Lambeer. Other than that, I, I had none of those guys. But okay. I do respect all of those because yeah. at certain times, John Starks especially, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> kind of forgot about him he's one of those guys that you just kind of forget about altogether. but like when you start thinking back to some of those matchups like man he was a right. huge part of those games oh and he was a classic guy that that i called the jr smith complex who who was was over his head probably in certain instances where he thought he was better than he really was in those battles with jordan and 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 so forth in the playoffs but, but that's that kind of mentality that probably got him to the nba probably in the, in the yeah, beginning probably. so um all right. So this guy's – I shouldn't have even put this guy – you said coaches were off limit, but I don't care. It's Gene Kidd. Um, you know, he wasn't a player well, yeah, that I watched, right. but, man, I just could not stand that dude. Um, well, it's an IU fan, too. It's just like yeah, kind of an so, automatic. I mean, growing up in that that Knight mm-hmm. and Katie situation, you, you – uh, Purdue fan was not going to like Knight. Probably hate was the right, right choice of word, and, um, and that's what we did with Katie. Um Aaron Rodgers did not make the top ten. Um, Jared Allen. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. I kind of forgot about him. Bobby Hurley. Yep. And Grayson Allen. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. So while while we're talking about that, I just have a nice. I, I'd say college basketball is my most heavy. Uh, heavy populated area of guys um it's it's mostly duke and purdue oh for sure (laughs) um so i i had grayson allen um i had bobby hurley um so while we're talking about adam morrison did not have morrison no i i did not hate morrison Hmm. i did not i kind of hated him Tyler Hansborough from North Carolina and Eric Montross from North Carolina (laughs) back in the the early 90s yeah didn't have either one of those guys, but I didn't hate them. I just never – Montrose with that, that flat top thing, no, that just, haircut. Yeah, like, yeah. And he was really good. You know, he was, well, and those North Carolina teams were really good. Um, and, and most recently from some Purdue teams, uh, Matt Harms, remember the, the seven-footer with the hair? Uh, Chris Kramer, he was more of, I think, the, the mid-2000 teams. Um, I had Glenn Robinson on here, but I don't really think I hated him. I just was – he was just really good in the early nineties. Yeah. But um, that harms guy, that kid. Yeah. He's a real douchebag, isn't he? That was the worst. Like, yeah. I, I can't stand. And then they have another one and, now. Well, they have another seven footer now. Then they had that Isaac Haas a couple Haas, years ago. Yeah. I mean, they just kind of all blended together. It's like there. they have yes. to recruit like a but seven foot douchebag. Should I just name all my Purdue guys? Cause that's, I wasn't done. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got, I've got one left. I believe. Uh, Chad Austin killer of iu in in the mid 90s uh brad miller the uh just the, the pride of kendallville indiana um i do have one purdue player that is high in my top 10 i think yeah. we know who that's gonna that's be probably who i have um, on this list but and then and then additionally uh, a couple more um purdue or duke players steve wojciechowski um uh, jj reddick although i ended up really liking reddick as a pro and the more he played, yeah. and, and actually he's got a good podcast now. So that was just as a as like a college player hate. Yeah, I mean some of these guys you hated in that moment, but you hated them at a level that right. you were never going to forget. You hated them that much. So right. 
Yeah, I, I, a lot of this has changed for me too. Some of these have not changed at all, but like a few of them, and I'll kind of get into that, especially in the top 10, some of the guys that are on there if I have yep. you know, an issue with that. But so, I will say I have four college basketball players in my top 10. Okay, I don't have that in there. So I can't, I can't reveal any further. All right. Um, <clears throat> some of these you're going to appreciate here. Uh, Trent Dilfer. I, I just don't get that guy. I mean, he, he, he's backed into a, a Super Bowl. He's got terrible commentary. He's just an asshole. I don't like Trent Dilfer. I never and, and when he was with ESPN, he was really going after Cutler for a long time. Oh, for sure. Like, yes. And his analysis. And like, hard. He, like he had seen some things because he played in a Super Bowl right. where his defense was. Where he rode the coattails of an all-time defense. Full of murderers, and they wanted a Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Um, That's a good one. I never never thought of Trent Delfer, but I get it. Uh, Luke Recker. <laughs> uh, XIU guy. Wow. Wow. Um, transferred to Iowa. Kind of fucked us up a couple times at Iowa. Yeah. And then he eventually ended up at Arizona, right? Oh, he also. He, <laughs> no, he was going to go to he Arizona. He was going to go. Now, that's right. And, and then, then he, he, he left his girlfriend when she got paralyzed in that crash. That's right. That's probably why he's on this list or one of the reasons. <laughs> By the way, though, if Wrecker would have stayed with IU, might, I mean, it might have been like a most beloved IU player. He could have been, and he was when he played. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he loved Wrecker. But that was the thing. He, he didn't stay there. No, I know. And then he went but, and left his girlfriend who was paralyzed. And I think that's just a <laughs> shitty human being, you know? Like, yeah. And I know I was a young kid, and maybe it wasn't going to work out, but it just doesn't seem like it. It's a really good thing. Um, Bill Romanowski, dirty, dirty <laughs> yeah. guy. You yeah. know, just yep. Old NFL player, but just dirty. I think you'll like this one. Uh, Mark Kelso. I have, I have Mark Kelso <laughs> on my list. Yeah. The old, uh, you know that Mark Kelso's helmet has but, a Twitter? No. Look it up. It's oh, my Mark God. Kelso's helmet. And Check that one out while we're talking. That's so, amazing. Um, and they just put like Bill stuff, but they, I don't know, like that one. I, I thought you might. <laughs> yeah. And I actually have one more uh, Buffalo Bill from that era that didn't make the cut. Um, uh, Steve Tasker. Oh, <laughs> what? Everyone was on his nuts about how good of a special teams player he was. He was. Though. I know, but it just it was too much, and he was just like the the slow white guy that that put a lot of effort, and I I just I just didn't like him. Those Buffalo yeah. Bills. I, I almost put Jim Kelly on here, but I didn't. He, he was he was just 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 missed the honorable mention list. All right, keep going. Um. Brian Cardinal from Purdue. Yeah, that guy sucks. Um, Daryl Waltrip. Uh, <laughs> now, this here's the deal with Daryl. So, when I started watching racing, probably late 80s, like 87, 88, it, 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 was, it was Waltrip and Rusty Wallace and Mark Martin and Daryl, Daryl, Dale Earnhardt. Like, those were the guys. And, and I, I just picked a dude. I liked this car as a 17 tie card. I decided I was going to root yeah. for Daryl. Yeah, I, rem- I actually remember. Yeah. And so after that, you know, I started rooting for Earnhardt. Walter retires. He got into broadcasting. Yeah. The boogity, boogity, boogity shit is what ruined. Yeah. And, and he, he just now, like, he talks like, he just sounds so <laughs> stupid. And I, I just don't, like, I think he kind of ruined, I, I think he was trying to bring that, like, southern feel to it. But Yeah. Nah, it really got played out. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Warren Moon. Warren Moon is a wife beater. And uh, we used to make the joke that if uh, yeah. 
somebody was going to beat their wife, they were probably going to go put that Warren Moon jersey on first, and then they were going to take care of business. So the reason I hate Warren Moon is because of yeah. him assaulting women. I mean, that's a that's a good reason to dislike anyone. Um, the last two I have, I have Chris Carter, who is an ex-Viking. We used to call him Droopy. I think he's on ESPN or something now. Yep. Seems like a you know a, a decent enough guy, but yep. at the time, I mean, that dude tore us up game after game. So we had to come up with some with his face on on my honorable mention list too. Um, yes, and the last one on my honorable mention is Bubba Watson. You hate Bubba that bad? I think I think Bubba's just kind of a like I, I just don't think that it just you just gotta imagine like if you're gonna go out and play golf with a guy, yeah. you know. And I just don't think Bubble would be fun to play with. I, I can't think of anybody I play with that would be that guy. But like, and if I, if I could, I would say it because I don't I don't give a shit. But like, and they because they probably know. But like, I he mean, probably know. Supposedly reformed a little bit. Used to be a dick when he came out on tour, like as a young guy some comments about veterans and all this and and the word the word that i've been reading is that he's he's a better dude to be around just saying uh, that may be the case i i don't know there's just something about it you okay. know I, smog maybe i don't know i can't argue that um while we're on golf i have i have two yes i have two that are in my top 10 I have two that are on my honorable mention. The two that didn't make it are Colin Montgomery. Um, I, I mean, I think that just speaks for itself. He's got the face. He's got the hair. Um, he was just whiny. I mean, U.S. fans gave him hell in the late 90s when he was was, was really good. And, uh, and oh, this guy won me some money last year, Patrick Reed. is. I mean, it's too bad because his game is really interesting. He's so fun to watch around the greens, but he's he, – I mean, he just – He's dishonestly cheats. Well, Monty is not anywhere on my list, but uh, but Reed is in my top ten. <clears throat> okay, all right. I, I, I mean, we skip past when you were talking about Brian Cardinal. Brian Cardinal is in my top ten. He is well into the top ten. Uh, two baseball players that uh, uh, you have no, maybe opinion on or maybe not. Barry Bonds. Um, he's. I mean. This this is just like if you would Google most hateable athletes, he'd be in the top three. Um, you know, broke the home run record, uh, multiple home run records, steroids, the whole thing. Bad dude, just unlikable guy. And then uh, Derek Jeter, I just it's almost for the opposite because he's so beloved. I hate him. Um, I you, you know that I'm not a baseball no. guy. Like it's right. it pains me to watch a baseball game. I just don't I don't understand the appeal to it. But yeah. I used to play it, and now I, I, I guess like baseball is probably my most hated sport. Um, but knowing what the Barry Bonds Coming situation up. and how much sports like talk radio we listened to back in the day that just never left that topic, you just kind of got sick of hearing about it. I got to the point where I'm like, let him use steroids. It's overplayed. Shit. It's overplayed. You know, yeah. but like, yeah, I, my thing is, and a lot of these guys on my list, you know, like cheating is not a great thing. I don't like cheaters. So when when some guy a guy cheats in any way, um, I'm probably not going to like him. I just didn't care enough about baseball to have any any baseball players on my list. I thought that might happen, um, and that's why I went I went just with a couple. Um, I guess I, all I have left is four NFL players that didn't make the cut. Uh, Terrell Owens. I mean, again, that's that's not necessarily uh, a surprise. Heinz Ward. 
That's kind of a surprise. Um, I mean, I, I it, those Steelers teams were not real likable, and I'm shocked. Well, no, I I know I know this guy will be in your top ten, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go any further. But um, Hines Ward just he was. I don't know. He wasn't dirty. He just did some stuff on the field that you're like, eh, that's really close to the line. Um, Shannon Sharp, um, especially now with the, the bullshit show he's got with Skip Bayless, um, don't really like him. Uh, Cam Newton. Um, I thought I thought you might have Cam Cam's just, somewhere. It's just unlikable, and every time he scores, he gets first down. It's just, it's just all about him. And I know he does good stuff in the community with kids, but plus he's just he's completely washed now. Yeah, I mean completely. But uh, yeah, he's just not real likable on the field. Um, so that's all I got for the for the honorable mention piece. <laughs> my, my favorite my favorite are the the guys that aren't really human beings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Russ where you, that's Wheeler, where you started. Russ Wheeler is a human being. He's just well, he's, he's an actor. He's, a, he's an actor. He's in an this actor. Movie, but that character he he uh, very very hateable. Character. I mean, he played two guys that were good villains, though. Yeah, good villains. I mean, he did a great job. But now the Purdue mascot. I mean, you can't. Not I mean, also the I mean the Spartan from Michigan State. Yeah, the Spartan's kind of scary looking, but the the cheese heads, all of them. You know, like in that horn at Minnesota, like that. Well, yeah. Okay, so we're 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 past the honorable mention. Um, I guess lead us off with number ten on your list. All right. I and I by the way I cheated. I I had a tie for ten. <laughs> so you have eleven actually. Mm-hmm. Come on. All right. Um, I'm going to start off with a PGA player, a current PGA player, Bryson DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, uh, there's a couple things. Uh, I think he, he just comes across as like a pretty arrogant guy. Um, I typically those aren't the guys that I hang out with at the club. Those the arrogant ones that think, and he may be the longest hitter and he may be the best player at times. But like I don't like guys who act like that. Um, and, and, and you know, constantly chasing this length thing. And and if you follow any any kind of golf on Facebook or Instagram, that's all you see is him in the gym and him, you know, and I understand it takes a lot of work and it's all this stuff, but I think it was, I don't remember who it was just a few weeks ago said something about, he might want to work on his putting, you know, like right. golf is, is multidimensional and, and you can't, you can't win the game off the, the tee. And I'm not a length chaser myself. So I just want to hit the ball on the fairway. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't see the big obsession with it. Um, and, and there's something about him wearing that hat. The, the with, hat was going to be my point. Yeah. With, with the Payne Stewart thing, you know, and, and being fans of Payne, like Payne was a different golfer. He's a different human being. He's a great guy. And, and I just, I, there's just, I know it's just a hat, but it, in the golf world, especially in the United States, Nobody really wears that hat, and when he brought it back, right? I didn't really appreciate that. Johnny and I talked about this a couple of times with Bryson during some of the golf shows during the season. Was it, it just always feels like he's trying too hard, and it's not genuine, and it, he has he doesn't relate to fans at all, and because he's trying so hard, it makes him pretty easy to dislike. And uh, the whole Brooks and Bryson thing, I mean. I don't know if Brooks is necessarily that much more likable. 
I mean, I've talked about it. I don't, I don't know if I really believe he is who he says he is, but Bryson's probably more so that way. Um, so I figured you might have Bryson on the list. I don't really care about some of the shit he does, um, but I, could, I definitely get it. Um, so my number 10, I, I had <laughs> tied 10. I had uh, Danny Ainge okay. and uh, Sergio Garcia, two names that you'll never put in the same sentence. But um, Ainge just has the face. I mean, if there's ever a guy that has a hateable face, it's, it's Ainge, uh, you know, hated with the Celtics in the 80s. I'm. I remember more with the Suns in the early '90s with the Barkley teams. I think the one that made the finals. Um, just whiny as shit, and actually became a pretty good executive with the Celtics. But um, as a player, I can't think many people were fans of him, and I think he was kind of had a bit of a dirty edge to him too. Before you get into Sergio, Danny is uh, at nine for me. And oh, okay. Okay. So, yes, I had nice. at nine. Um, and it all goes back to the Lakers and the Celtics rivalry. And, uh, okay. And I do remember hearing a story about him getting in a fight with Tree Rollins <laughs> and he bit Tree Rollins' finger. And I'm like, you get in a fight with, and, and Tree Rollins was a huge, huge. Dude, his name's fucking yeah. Tree. Yeah. So, yeah. and Danny Ainge, of course, you know, but I also think Danny Ainge is like that. He's that guy at pickup basketball, you know, that's always trying to start shit, always trying to instigate stuff. Yep. You know, maybe not talking shit, but just doing things and just doing little things, you know, the boxing out and, and, and LB and the kidney and shit like that. You know, like there's just little things that, you know, those little, those dirty players do. And I know he's not a small guy, but in the NBA, he was, you know, an average size guy and right. he's, he's doing that thing with these big. So yes, um, yeah, definitely agree on that. One. Okay. Sergio, um, <clears throat> I can't think of anyone that is just, he's just done a lot of shit the last 20 years to, to, he's spitting in the cups. He's uh, a couple of years ago, he had the, the meltdown in the bunker. He said racist shit about tiger. He just overall has come across as just kind of an unlikable figure in golf, uh, you know, for a long time you know, didn't win the major, finally got the masters in 2017, but overall just, just a guy that you would think of as can't get it done in the big moment, except the Ryder cup. And, and, and then that's part of the reason why I hate him too, is because just devastating in the Ryder cups for 15 years. Right. Um, but has just done a lot of, a lot of just heinous shit and, and really with, with golf, um, a lot of, I guess, antics is what I'm thinking of. Um, sure. That makes him pretty unlikable. Um, which is, it's it's a hard piece for me because he's he's my doppelganger. I mean, I've been compared yes. to him several times yeah. that I look I look like him. So obviously, it's a, this is a tough corner for me to stand on and say I, he's on my top 10 hater list, but he's there. Well, it'll probably come out that you were spinning cups last year. So. <laughs> right at the height of COVID, you're just spitting in cups. Just, yep. Uh, so you had Ainge at nine, you said. I had Ainge So at you're nine. on to number eight. I am, but you're on to... Well, I'm on technically number nine as well. So I will do. I will go ahead. Sure. I had another golfer. I guess this is my only other golfer, Vijay Singh. Um, back in the mid-2000s, there really wasn't a lot of reason to hate him, but he took kind of took Tiger's throne for a little bit. I think in 2004, he became number one in the world. He won like nine times that year. He was really good. 
really good. And, and he I'm was trying. like 41, 42, kind of one of the most underrated great seasons. You know, no one talks about it, but no one wins like that now. Um, the only guy to, to win, have that many wins in a season, you know, around that number was Tiger. So I didn't really have any specific reasons. He just, I just, I just hated him. I just didn't, I didn't like him. He was a threat and, you know, there's, I think he's kind of arrogant, cocky, but I, I guess if you win almost 10 times on tour in a season, you, you have that right. So, yeah, I think he was arrogant and he, but at the same time, like, I really liked his swing. His swing looked pretty effortless. Like I just liked the way he, he played golf. I didn't really have a reason to dislike him. I mean, other than wanting Tiger to win, and that's like his biggest rival on the course at the time. And I guess you could probably go through time with golf and say, you know, certain guys were the biggest rival and, and, that five-year right. stretch or something, but um, yeah, I mean, I never had a from all indication, hard worker, always on the range, beating balls. So that's just there's there's nothing more specific than that. Than I just I just at the time I just hated him. That's fair. All right. That's all it takes with to be on this list. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Number, all right, number no. eight. I'm sure that's somewhere on your page. Is this guy? Uh, this is uh, Mr. Culpepper from. The Vikings. He was he was the quarterback there from '99 to '05. He did the, yep, uh, yep. the get your roll on after every touchdown, and uh, I, you know, I swear the Vikings have become my just my most hated team, and I don't know what it is. I, I hate the Packers. Obviously, I hate the Packers, but there's something about Minnesota. It's almost like the Packers, you know, are out of your league, but the Vikings shouldn't be better than you, right? And, and right. they are, but so. That has something to do with it. And then, you know, his buddy Droopy over there, they just tore us up. I mean, and Moss, Randy Moss. And yeah. Randy Moss. These guys, Culpepper had one of the best years oh, I know. as an NFL court. I mean, a great season. I don't remember what year it was. He was like Kyler Murray and, and these guys before they, I mean, really, yes. before his time. And uh, he just kind of fell off the map. I mean, he, he didn't get sacked easy because he was so large, kind of like a Cam Newton almost. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. he was just a he was huge. A big guy and we couldn't take him down. He just bounced off of people. Yep. And he just had that that cocky, just asshole mentality and, and demeanor about him. I, I had Culpepper at number three. Okay. Yes. Because I actually was one of the first names I thought of when we were building this list and it was it was the celebration the 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 get your roll on uh, and, and I just felt like they were always tearing up the Bears at that time, and I don't really remember. Maybe they weren't, but um, they also tore up some stuff on that uh, on sex boat. Sex boat. The Fred Smoot, Fred Smoot, the the sex boat. Right. I, know, I actually did read some stuff about that not long ago. That was some pretty crazy shit they had going on there. It was. It was. Yeah. But I don't remember them being the same after that. Like, no, they had some no. issues for a while. Yeah. Yep. So call peppers three. So uh, I had I had him a little higher, but go ahead with uh, number seven. My number seven is Patrick Reed, okay. PGA current yep. player. Yep. Um, we talked about it a little bit, or you did. Um, it's 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 mainly dishonesty in golf. That's that's like a struggle, you know. <laughs> like if you're if you're a player and you and you compete and you know somebody's out there cheating, it's kind of you know. And, and you, I don't know if you've ever seen it on the course, you know, like just the little things like not marking it exactly, <laughs> you know, and it wasn't that long ago that some LPGA player, I believe, got like a 
two-stroke penalty and or three-stroke. I don't even know what it was. Was that was that Lexi? I think it was Lexi. Yeah, yeah. she's had some shit. Yeah. So and and I watched the replay over and she, and it was you know and it's like is that cheating or is it we all know the intent you know yeah. what the intent is yeah. there so right. um yeah but yes that that part and I I read that he had stolen from college teammates that's that's kind of shitty um, <laughs> Georgia yeah Georgia right like yeah, yeah. The, smug, Kisner smug. and those guys yeah they I I remember Kisner said if he was on fire he wouldn't piss on him. That sounds I mean, like Kisner. Yeah, it does sound like and Kisner. The, and the last thing that I'll mention about Reed that, that is a real issue is his fucking wife. Like, yeah. that whole situation is whack. And, and if, I don't know if she's controlling or if she's in – I have no idea what's going on, but get her off of Twitter. That is, that's not cool. It's, it's super weird. So the latest rumor is that it's it's his Reed's father-in-law now. But oh, he took over the Twitter. Well, no, account. that that it could be him as well. So I don't think it's I don't think it's final that it's it's Justine, uh, but it could be the father-in-law as well. Either way, it's someone in that family with at use golf facts. Uh, yes, it would just be nice to see something not great happen to Patrick Reed this year, to where we don't have to worry about him anymore. You know, just get him off the tour. I don't care what it is. Kick him off the tour, Doug. Just get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that, yep. Uh, happy Gilmore with some good lines for sure. Um, all right, number eight for me is Indama Kansu. Uh, I have him at number five. Just okay. I, I figured we have a couple. Uh, Sue is one I thought we might have just because he's he as an NFC North guy. We faced him a lot. Uh, if we talk about dirty players, he's he's at the top uh, across all sports. Over six hundred thousand dollars in fines. Okay, got the number. Nice. Six hundred thousand dollars in fines. I mean, that's just a ridiculous number. The guy. I mean, that's he, a lot of money. He did some dirty shit with Cutler, I believe. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. A lot yeah. of a lot of run-ins with with Jay for sure. Um, and and he's yeah he's still in the league. He's with. Uh, we just played him. Didn't we? I thought he. Oh, is he's is he with the Rams now? Oh no, he was with the Rams last year. No, he's with somebody else, and I think we just played them. No. Or is it, is it Tampa Bay? Like, I. Th- get, I'll, I'll figure yeah, that you, out. Yeah, you figure that but, out. But but yes. but yeah, Sue is just fucking unlikable, and in, in a lot of different ways. Um, yeah, he he, he was, is Tampa. Yeah, the dirtiest player I think that has maybe ever played in the league. I mean, I don't, I don't, there's some pretty dirty players and I might have even had some on this list. I don't think so though. At this point, I, I think he's the the top football player on my list or yeah, dirty football player on my list. Second overall pick in the 2010 draft. Yeah. To the Lions. But yeah, we, we had him for five years and it was, uh, it was just, it seemed like every game we played, there was something, or if you, I remember some of the Thanksgiving games against the Packers, he did, he had running with Rogers, maybe stomping on him or something. Mm-hmm. Just shit like that all the time. Good player though, you know, like if, if it wasn't for that great player, him, I mean, he's unbelievable a great player. Yep. Uh, number seven, this, this is, I don't know if you'll have him. I don't really have any reason. I don't even know if it's hate or maybe it's jealousy for a while as Peyton Manning. My Peyton Manning is not on my list. Okay. I, I, I didn't know if he would be. Um, and, and, and I like Peyton now. I do like he's he's good on TV. He's he's got his own brand of sense of humor. 
um, just at the time, I just I, I think it was partly because Colts fans tend to just fawn all over players. Or it was the Manning and Dungey thing. Dungey just being such a great man. Peyton just being such a well, you know it was that piece. And since we live in Indiana, we were just and and, the, and and he's the guy that beat us in the Super Bowl for sure. That, but like, let's be honest. And I don't know how many Colts fans are listening and how many people will piss off. But we we knew you weren't fans, not real football fans, before Peyton Manning came around. And it was like, to me, it was like they didn't care. But then they got this guy, and then so I, I didn't really hate Peyton Manning. Uh, I just didn't really care about him. You know, I cared more that like it invented a bunch of just fake Colts fans, and I guess they're still hanging around. They seem like they have a pretty good following. Maybe this takes twenty years before people start rooting for a team. I don't know. Yeah, but. I didn't really have anything against him. I don't really care for him now. I I, I think he's on TV too much. Yeah, uh, it, it is his own brand, but um, but it's not like a hate. Understood. All right, number six for you. Ah, uh, Big Ben. We <laughs> talked about. Yeah, that's that's who I was uh, referencing earlier with Heinz Ward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, obviously, it's for the alleged or. Um, accusations of sexual assault um, and or rape. I don't know. It never been charged for it. We don't know why. Maybe it didn't happen. You know, like there's a lot of things, but you look at Ben and you're just like, yeah, yeah, probably did. You yeah. know, like it's, and he probably found a way to get out of it. Just, and he's, and it's probably not the first time this guy's probably been doing that shit for years. So there's just something about him. Plus at, at this point, it's like he needs to get out of the NFL too. Like we need to get him. It's it's enough, you know. Like it's turned into another Brett Favre situation. Like get out, you know. We don't. He can barely move. Like he moves worse than than uh, Tom Brady somehow. And it, it's like I don't. Yeah, it is a tough watch right now for him. I don't even know why they want him around there. But when when those allegations came down, does that isn't that when he had like the the longer hair and it was slicked back? Yes. And it just it just yeah, a little earlier in his career. Yeah, everything just sort of encompassed that look. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense. Um, I don't have him on my list. I don't have my own. I knew he'd be on your list, so that was an automatic for me. <laughs> um, number five for you. Uh, number five was uh, Sue. Oh, Sue's okay. That's right. Okay. So so far we have Culpepper, Ainge, Sue. Yes, and that's it. Okay. Uh, number six for me was someone we referenced earlier. This was on your honorable mention. Uh, just settles. Um, I can't think of anyone that was just more of an irritant to play. Um, I think it was 96, 97, 98, probably in that time frame, late 90s. Iowa, they weren't necessarily a good team, but competitive with IU. It's when IU wasn't that good. Um, his face is an all-time hateable face. It really is. Um, I mean, just – and, and, so and he's, he's on the Big Ten Network now. He is, yeah. And, and yeah. <laughs> I just – yeah, his face was just all-time bad. Um it's just one of those guys that sets really good, crisp, hard screens, box out. It's kind of a version of Ainge, is what you're talking about earlier. And you know, my all time, one of my all time memories of IU basketball was was Michael Lewis throwing that inbounds pass off his face. Thinking, that is my favorite memory of this. Yes. And and I remember, I remember that was a home game. 
it, Jess Settles was doing his thing, and the crowd went nuts. And it, it was, was such it a dirty—it's kind of a dirty play by Lewis. Oh, it was but, such a dirty but, play. I mean, but when a dirty play goes your way once in a while, and it's a guy—it's against a guy like Jess Settles. It's kind of like that's kind of what you deserve. And I, I remember the commentators like, "Is that a foul?" We're like, "No, it's okay. not. It's, it's not a foul. It's just it's, it's a, a shitty play." It's but really <laughs> dirty. It's not something you do. But he deserved it. Uh, number five, another Big Ten. Uh, I'll be interested to see if he's on your list. I, I'm guessing not, but Mateen Cleaves? No, nope, never nope. a consideration. Okay. Michigan State point guard. I, I guess it's the last Big Ten national championship winning team from Michigan mm-hmm. State, I think, 01. So 20 years ago. But just, um, it's just, he, I didn't feel like he was that talented. Never had a sniff at the pros ever. Um, didn't feel like he could shoot, but he just was smart with the ball, made the right play. Um, it's really nothing more than that. I just, I just hate, I just hated those teams. And he oh, was, State was so tough, and, and he was just like the leader. Mo Peterson, I remember, was he ended up being a much better pro, but Cleves was the leader of that team, and uh, they were just unbeatable. And that, that's that's really it for me. They always got the most rebounds. Somehow, teams yeah. would get ten rebounds. Yeah, those those state teams were great rebounding teams. Uh, number four for you. Number four for me is Jeff Gordon. Um, he's one of those guys that, at that time, uh, that I watched a lot of NASCAR. I mean, between ninety four to two thousand and two, I probably went to fifty stock car races. Went all over the place watching races. Got to see. Was in person when Dale Earnhardt died. It's your claim to fame. A lot of the reason that (laughs) Jeff Gordon is is so high on my list because it's not that I hate him now. I think Jeff's pretty cool. I think he's a pretty good dude. But at the time, it was actually like Days of Thunder with having Cole Trickle come in, this decent-looking guy who's well-spoken. And it's like, that's not who these guys are. It doesn't make any sense. He's from California, but then he claims he's from Indiana. you know, and, And he just dominated. I mean, he dominated the sport for several years. And, oh, yeah. Um, when you're rooting against him, you, you end up hating him. And we went to some races where he was – I remember being at the lake one time where he got crashed at Bristol. And we went I just nuts. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy just because the dude crashed. And, right. you know, you look at it now and you're – they're all Jeff Gordon's. All these race car drivers these days. I was going to say he started yes, this he, whole thing. He I turned, mean, now he changed the sport, and he probably changed it for the better. Like Kyle Larson, I mean, he's yeah. like a clone almost. Yeah, Kyle Larson's like a perfect human being. Seems like a really good dude, but but yes, I mean, I didn't like him well, for the change. Well, but... 2020 wasn't perfect for him, but oh, well, that's not <laughs> 2020 wasn't perfect for anyone. <laughs> um, but no, I, I hated him back then. I respect him now. Um, and the one thing that he did that I think it really bothered us both is when he would win a race before he would get out of the car, yeah. he would pound on the roof and yeah, right. that just seemed like something just like an asshole would do. It just didn't, it wasn't right. Yeah. And now, you know, it's all burnouts and right. shit. So yeah, but yes, Jeff Gordon. Nowhere on my list was, was Gordon, but I, I did think about it. Yes. Uh, Four for me is Christian Leitner. He's three for me. Uh, okay. This this is good then. Um, I mean, I, I think everything kind of 
not everything, but a lot of it boils down to that 1992 Elite Eight game, probably the greatest college game, one of the greatest college games ever against Kentucky. In that game, he's 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 stomping on people's chests, yeah, <laughs> getting yeah, get, getting teed up, makes probably the most famous college basketball shot ever to to win. They go in and win the title. Just everything about him just screamed Duke. Um, he was a great college basketball player. Oh, he's so good. I mean, did he not hit like the, a game winner? in like the ACC championship or something. It was like a double pump. That was, uh, so that was, I I, I looked at this. That was the 1990 tournament. Mm -hmm. As a sophomore, he made a game winner. And then in 92 as a senior, he makes, he makes the one against Kentucky. Um, It just, it just felt like he was unbeatable, but he was just, he, uh, the hair, the Duke, just the look, everything. Yeah. He became Duke. Like him and and the head coach, Shashesky, whatever his name is. Like those two guys together, that was just Duke to me, and it's still Duke. To it's me. still. It just seems like they just keep recreating that same guy. Yeah. And yeah, he he was dirty, cocky yeah. as hell. And 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 the documentary about him. I was gonna say they made a documentary about it. Yeah. We weren't the only ones on that. No. One. Like, I think he's probably the most hated college basketball player of all time. And he was. I think that's fair to say. Pretty, it was pretty intense. Yeah. Well-deserved, though. Well-deserved. You know, I think he knew what he was doing. He was just good enough to back it up because he was a hell of a basketball player. No, he really player. was. Three for you. Christian Leibner. <laughs> Oops. Um, so three for me, I had Call Pepper. Okay. So two. Two for me is Brett Favre. <clears throat> okay. Um, Okay. He dominated Chicago. It seemed like for like 30 years. I know it wasn't that long, but and it, it, there for a while, like he was beating us kind of in the way that Rodgers does sometimes where he's just chucking the ball and somehow he has the weapons. I think they're much different quarterbacks. I think Rodgers is a much smarter quarterback and, and Favre just played – on instinct and pain pills. You know, he had an addiction there for a while. While he was in the league, it wasn't like an after. It was, he was playing football and he was right. on this shit. And then he, then he like starts selling Wrangler jeans and some <laughs> copper fucking fit thing, like nonstop. But he's not retired yet. He's just going to, he's going to go play here for a little bit and he's going to end his career with Minnesota. You know, it's like that, the end of his career was so screwed up. It was. And he should have just hung it up. But it, it wasn't just that for me. It was it was every I mean he, he dominated the Chicago Bears and we, we had a pretty immense hate for for Mr. Farr. He's number one on my list. He's number one. I also I also have Aaron Rodgers as part of that list though. As part of that number one. It's it's not so it's so part he had a split ten and a split one? <laughs> because it's that position that quarterback position that we've struggled to fill for my whole life, your whole life. And for 30 30 years, this, this position has dominated us where we've, I mean, we've had a couple small stretches of, of success, but for the most part, for 30 years, they've had two guys own us. Um, 
Favre, I disliked a lot more than Rodgers. Rodgers, I, I respect. I just, I can't believe how good he is. I, by the way, I think Rodgers is a hell of a lot better than Favre. I mean, if you look way at the, the numbers, the lack of interceptions, I mean, the whole thing. You know, Favre had the everyman quality, the gunslinger. It, it just, that, for, for me to be number one, it's it's mainly just based off of the dominant dominance that he's had over the Bears, or that he did, and then, Rodgers, I just kind of pieced together as as part of that. Um, but yeah, that's number one on my list. Um, number two, the only one I have left, it, it was Brian Cardinal, <clears throat> and uh, that's just so we talk about Christian Leitner encompassing the whole Duke vibe, the whole Duke look. Brian Cardinal is that same thing for Purdue. Um, the face, the the balding hair as a sophomore junior. Yep, that's me, the pot <laughs> calling the kettle black. Um, the knee pads, the elbow pads, just the, the You knew he was gonna get at the, it. the fucking hustle plays all the time and ended up making a ton of money as a pro. I like yeah. the most unlikely NBA career. Never would have never would have thought that. Never. Just the, the lack of athletic ability, um, but just just heady, hustle, the whole thing. Um yeah, Brian Cardinal was one of the first names I wrote down in, in, in the top ten. So what's left? My number one. And I know I know you aren't gonna have this guy anywhere on oh. any list. Um is LeBron James. Yeah. I had a feeling. Um, I had a feeling. I know <laughs> that you like LeBron, uh, or you have liked LeBron. I don't know how you are with him now, but to me, <clears throat> when LeBron came in the league, it was cool. You know, it's it's always cool to see the young kids come in. Um, it, he was it was awesome the early maybe the first half of his career. The second half of his career, I, I just think I don't even care what happens on the court. He just talks way too much. And now, you know, now we're starting to hear about politics and and I mean, there's a lot of politics in all sports, but he he's he I think he's like a self-proclaimed ambassador of his his sport. Right. I just think, I think you got to do better, you know, like play basketball because basketball fans don't care. You know, like you can post something on, on your, on the gram once in a while. That's, that's politically driven if that makes you feel better, but we don't need to hear about this every interview. And, you know, there's something happened just like a month ago where he kicked those Pacers fans out. Now he said, they said something about his family or who knows, but regardless of what was said, right. That's horse shit. I mean, those people paid really good money to sit on on courtside like that and this guy can just he just has the power to decide when somebody doesn't stay in the arena anymore i don't think a player has ever had that much control i think when it comes to the the gameplay i think lebron's changed the game because they've always traveled in the nba like by the rule they've always got away with like an extra half step it is at a it, it to me the nba is almost unwatchable now you know, and he, he, the thing like LeBron plays when he wants to. He's not like Kobe. We'll go out there and play every night and compete every night. LeBron competes when he feels like it. And that's either because of his body, but I kind of feel like he's always been that way, mm-hmm. you know? And, and how good of a player could he have been if he would have competed all the time? And maybe that's why he is still actively playing because he did take it easy on his body. But what's better, you know, like to me, 
you go out there, anything that I've ever played, I went out there and played as hard as I could. And I, no, I'm not doing it on a daily basis. But I think I respect players like that. And I just don't see that. I don't see that out of too many players in the NBA. But LeBron is the ambassador of this league. And I think, I think the NBA, I mean, I went to a uh, Pacers and Spurs game because Davis likes the Spurs. I went to that month and a half ago. It was awful. Like, the basketball is awful. Like, be, seeing it on TV makes it look better. But when you're in person and you're really watching what's going on, going on away from the ball and you're watching what these guys, they're not doing anything. Like, two guys are playing basketball and the rest <coughs> of them are just standing around. Right. And that, I think that's not good entertainment. And, and I think it's kind of got watered down to that point. And I think LeBron has had a lot to do with that. And I think... As far as the political stuff, you know, I don't have a problem with them using their, their platform to express what they believe. But I think there needs to be a line, too, to where it doesn't interfere with what he's trying to do as a player. And, you know, he's also super involved with who's on the team. You know, like, this shit's got out of hand, I think. That was never <laughs> like that. Where the players sure. are just like, well, we need to get this guy, and we got to have this guy, and it's like, player empowerment you you don't get to do that so i think lebron is is kind of he's kind of ruined the nba i'll actually be glad when he's out of the league so maybe things will change for the better i want to see more actual basketball being played i mean i know it's hard maybe they should shorten the games or something you know like i know it's hard to play basketball and 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 be a world-class athlete but they're making a lot of money doing it, and they should give the fans that. And when you're sitting half the games, and you know, this is, these players are either just pussies, or that's just like the future, and that's like the long, you know, making the career a little bit longer by taking care of yourself during it. But yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. A lot to unpack. I'd like to respond to a couple of those items. Um, so. I, I I have been a LeBron fan since the end of the league. I've um, I've just liked the way he's played basketball. I like watching him as a player. Um, I get some of the complaints that you mentioned for sure. Um, I will say with some of him, you say taking plays off or whatever, maybe, you know, defensively he used to guard the best player, he used to be kind of – Heavy load defensively, heavy load offensively. I think fair to say now, last few years, he's coasted on defense because I think the miles that he's put in has just been, I think, unparalleled in the history of the game. I mean, so you're thinking that he has enough of a benefit being on the court? No, even when he's taking plays off, than a guy who's going to play 100%. I, no, I don't want you to put words in my mouth now. <laughs> I, I said, I said he's coasted on defense. Because I think he has been required to still have a heavy load offensively. If you look at the Cavs, the, the last four years he was there, he was, I mean, yeah, he had help from Kyrie, but Kyrie the last couple of years wasn't there. Um, Kevin Love was not quite the same player. I mean, he was he had a huge load, and then he went to the Lakers, and now we're seeing injuries happen. So I, I think, I don't know if that's always been the case defensively. Um I get some of the complaints people with, you know, he flops, he, he cries, he whines. I mean, 
that's a lot of that is a lot of NBA players. That's part of the problem with the league, and I think I don't know if they're ever going to get but pieces of that out. You know, well, well he, he was. He, I don't know if he started the flop movement or not. I, I don't really know. I don't. I, don't I can't. Know if he I can't started, pinpoint. But he, was, it. he was right there when it happened. But so. I will say, I would think the way he played basketball would be something you would appreciate early on, for sure. I, I said like the early part of his. Career, well, at what point did that change? Because he's had a long career. I mean, 2003 till now. I mean, we're talking about early Cavs where he had no help. Were we talking about when he went to the Heat? The Heat was good. I like the Heat teams. <clears throat> I think it was when he went back. <clears throat> and then, you know, then it just, it, it, since then it hasn't seemed right. Yeah. That's when he, it seemed like once he went back, he was like, I'm in <clears throat> charge of all this. And I'm King James. It's definitely led like the player empowerment thing with, all these guys now deciding where they're going to go and what teams they're forming. We've seen it with Durant. Um, but I, I get some of the complaints. I, I wish he would shut up and just do his thing and, and play basketball a little bit more. I get it. Um, I still think he's the second best player of all time. Um, that's arguable to some. Some might have him four or five. I, I don't know. Um I get the complaints. I figured he would be in your top two for sure. So no surprises. Um, At least I'm predictable. (laughs) So by my count, we had four, we had five guys. We had Culpepper, Sue, Leitner, Favre, and and Danny Ainge (laughs) all in our top ten. Um, so half the top 10. Well, I'm sure that Rob will appreciate the Danny Ainge because I know he hated. I was going to mention Danny that when we were talking about Ainge is our Uncle Rob hated Danny Ainge. So that is it. Um, I'm sure there's a couple names that people would think that would be surprised. I'm sure Brady would be on a lot of people's lists. Brady would be, especially but, but in we, But we we didn't give a shit about Brady. We love Brady. Yeah, because he was beating the Colts oh, yeah. while we were uh, – well, losing to Green yeah, Bay. Right, so. exactly. So maybe it's relative to who you played and, and who, what team you're a fan of and, and the rivals of those teams. But It would be kind of fun if people would, uh, <clears throat> once you get this on media, like they would post like who their most hated player is of all time. I think that would be kind of cool. I'm sure LeBron will be on a lot of people's lists for sure. Um, I can't and, and not even in your honorable mention. I mean, that's the respect this guy <laughs> has for the king. <laughs> I I almost put Durant in there. Almost put Durant in there. I think Shit, he's kind of honestly put most of the players in the NBA right now, and, and I'd be like, yeah, they should. Well, be. who's who's the most beloved NBA player right now? Steph. Probably Steph. Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably the most fun to watch. Just pure f- fun. Yeah. And he does a lot of dumb things when you really watch a game. Oh, I mean, if you watch, like, oh, that's a bad shot, but he, yeah. he, he's the best shooter ever, so he can get away with it. But, um, yeah, I guarantee a lot of people aren't going to be having Dante Culpepper in their list. No, probably <laughs> not. Like, oh, I remember him, but I didn't really hate him, but didn't have the same effect on them as, as he did on our lives. I almost had Drew Brees on there just because of that thing in his face, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I guess um, I just kind of did. So, so that's it. That's that's the most hated athlete list. Um, our top ten honorable mention. Um, didn't know how it would go, but I think I think they went out pretty well. well it was um, fun. I have no idea how it's gonna go, but it it was a lot of fun to talk. about. <laughs> it was fun to talk about. Um, uh, so yeah, speaking of of Russ Wheeler, Cole Trickle, we've talked about um, doing like a Days of Thunder 
rewatch show um maybe get amanda in here and and we'll do it do a like a, a three-way review um maybe sometime in january we get that done days of thunder was the first movie that we saw in a movie theater together <laughs> really i don't remember that yeah so no, it, was, it was like 90 1990 it was like i think it was 90 or 91 that we saw but it was <clears throat> we got dropped off um, we got dropped off at coventry yeah i was just a little bit older and uh, we went out to Coventry, and uh, oh. they dropped us off out there. We watched Days of Thunder, and I think I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it. But it's also just one of the best movies ever made. It's, so it's so ridiculous. Great it's, cast. it's good. Yeah. So, like to do a deep dive into that. Um, all right. Appreciate being here. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Have a uh, just a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays to all. Thanks for listening to your best bets. We will be back next week with something. I'm not sure yet, but thanks for listening. Take care. See you.